Hi friend, I'm so glad that you're here for this chat with Ash. You're invited to join me in striving to better know and love God, walk in light of being known and loved by Him, and to make Him known as we share our stories. Some of ours are harder to share than others, but there's hope and beauty in every story because of the author who is doing a great work in and around us every day. Hey guys, I'm Ashley. My closest friends call me Ash, and I want to invite you to do the same as we begin season three together. If this is your first time here, welcome. I'm thrilled that you're here. I want you to know that whether you've been here since season one or you are new to this space, you have been prayed for. Maybe I can't pray for you specifically by name, but God knows who you are. And I've been praying that God would just use this space to help you and me uh, grow closer to Him. The theme of this podcast is to know and be known. And what that means is we are known by God. He created us. He's, he knew us from the foundations of the earth before the foundations of the earth. And yet, He's also created us to be in relationship with Him. So not only are we known by God, but we get to know Him. And He's made us to be in relationship and in community with one another. So as we do this thing called life, we get to share our stories with one another so that we reveal the author of our stories and how he's made all the difference. And that's what we're striving to do in this space. I'm going to be upfront with you. This is not the first time I have recorded this episode. And the reason for that is because when I originally recorded it, I said I had been praying all summer that God would give me a specific theme and focus for season three. He did it in season two. We talked about God's names and his attributes, and we had many guests on, and it was amazing. We got to hear so many different stories and so, see so many different um, characteristics of who God is, and it was, it was so much fun. But as the summer months passed, I was taking notes, and I was writing down ideas and specific things that I want to chat with you about, but it seemed so sporadic. There didn't seem to be any order to it. And here we are in August, and I thought, you know, I'm just going to have to get started. I guess I guess maybe the theme this, this season is random. It's, it's nothing. And uh, I recorded. And after I finished recording, I realized, no, God did give me a theme. I just didn't recognize it until I recorded. And so the theme for this season is come to the table. If you follow me on social media, you've seen that now a few times in different posts that I've done. And I want to take a moment to explain to you what that means. You need to know if we are going to be friends that I am not a good cook. You need to know that I really hate the kitchen. I would scrub toilets and do laundry all day long. I really, really, really hate cooking though. And it's a necessary everyday evil for me in our house. So when I realized that the theme for the season was come to the table, I chuckled and I thought, oh, that is not funny, God. Really, it's not. But the beauty of this theme is that I don't have to prepare the feast that's on the table, and neither do you. In Scripture, we see so many times that God talks about His Word in terms of food. So, for example, in Psalm 19.10, it talks about God's Word being sweeter than honey. And I did a study earlier in the summer with a friend by a lady named Christy McLeland. It's called Jesus and Women. If you're on YouTube, here's the cover, although I think it's probably flipped for you. But in it, the author was talking about God's word being a feast that we get to ingest and take in and it becomes a part of us. And she said, 
we do not scrounge, strive, or strain to feed ourselves the word of God. We posture ourselves to receive from God. And she referenced Psalm 81.10. The last part about, of that verse says, open your mouth and I will fill it. And I love that so much, especially as somebody who hates cooking, I, but I love eating. I can totally open the mouth and I'm ready to take in whatever God has prepared and placed on the table. Are you? Now, I think we need to be upfront with each other, though, as we dive into this idea. I was thinking about when I was a kid. When I was a kid, I had a fairly picky palate. And so I can remember my mom, she would work really hard to make good, nutritious meals for us. And she would call us to the table. We had a round table. In fact, it's in our kitchen today, that very table I grew up with. And we would sit around it. And most of the time, there was something on the table that I couldn't wait to eat. I think about like roast beef, my mom's roast beef, mm, her lasagna, cannot wait to eat it. But nine times out of 10, there would also be at least one thing on the table that I really didn't want to eat. But the thing about that thing, let's just say it was broccoli. The thing about broccoli was my mom had it there for a very specific purpose and reason. She knew that she needed to feed her growing children good, nutritious food that would give our bodies what we needed to thrive and grow. And I think it's the same at God's table. As we come to the table and we look at this feast that he prepared, it's going to be very easy for some of us to identify things that will undoubtedly be sweeter than honey. But there are going to be other things placed on the plates that we're a little unsure of, maybe, maybe even want to remove from the plate. And when you see that thing on the plate, when I see the thing on the plate, the challenge for both of us is this. Do we trust God enough? Do we know his character well enough to believe this thing, even though it looks questionable, and even though it might taste pretty bad at first, is here for a very specific purpose. And God says that his purpose is good. His purpose is going to make us more like him. His purpose is going to bring him glory. Do we trust him that this thing is absolutely vital to help us grow, to help us thrive, to nourish us in the way that we need? That's the big question, right? And so I'm really excited to come to the table this season. I'm really honored to be here in this feast that God has prepared for us. I have some of the episodes and the ideas planned out. And then I have several right now that I'm like, Lord, what is it? What is it that you want to put on the table before us? But whatever it is, this is my prayer for me and for you if you're joining this season, that God would help me and you be someone that comes to the table with the right posture. I want to have a posture with hands open, mouth open, saying, I am ready, Lord, to receive whatever it is you've placed before me. And I'm trusting you, even when I might make a face as I'm chewing, that this thing that you've asked me to swallow is good. There's one more one more idea I want to leave with you today before I wrap up, and it comes from the Bible study again. It is true that what we put in often comes out, right? The author of the Bible study said that we want to live like a river, not lakes. 
We want the word to travel to us, through us, and to others. And I think that's a really beautiful picture because that reflects the community that I talked about earlier. And this, this lady, the author of this study, is a college professor, professor. And she says, I tell my students all the time, you haven't learned a thing when you've seen it. You haven't learned a thing when you've heard it. You haven't learned a thing when you have seen and heard it. You've learned a thing when you can give it away. We want the word of God to travel through us to others, moving freely as a river would. We are not supposed to hold what God is teaching us to ourselves, motionless like the Dead Sea. The things the Lord reveals to you, feeds you in this feast that we are about to begin, are meant to travel through you to others. So live like a river and not a lake. And I love that imagery so much because what good is it to fill ourselves with the goodness of God and stop there? It's not about us. That's the thing about the feast. That's the thing about sharing our stories. It's not about us. It's about the one that prepared the feast. It's about the one who is pinning the story. And we get to share that with boldness. And later in this season, we're going to talk about sharing our stories and what that means and how to do that with wisdom and discernment. I'm right there with you learning that. But for right now, can we just take a moment and say, let's come to the table. Lord, this week, before we begin this journey, prepare me. Prepare my heart. Prepare my mind to come to this table with the right posture, ready to receive and ready to give away. This week, I would just challenge you to focus on reading a few verses. You'll find one in Psalm 19, verse 10. That's the one that talks about God's word being sweeter than honey. I would encourage you to write down and see uh, constantly Psalm 81, 10. And then I was thinking about the scripture that says, taste and see that the Lord is good. Are you ready to do that with me? All right, I'll see you next time. Friend, I hope you enjoyed our time together today. Author Christy McLeland once wrote that we want to live like rivers and not lakes. We want the word to travel to us, through us, and to others, and that we've only truly learned a thing when we can give it away. If God has used this episode to challenge and encourage you, would you consider inviting others to the table by liking and sharing this episode? It's my prayer that we will grow in boldness as we share our stories and reveal the author and how he has made all the difference.